Hello, PeterCast listeners and subscribers. This is Renton Dax. I'm back with another training camp journal. This is episode four. In this episode, we sit down and do a quick rapid fire with Trevor Sikama from Pewter Report. We get a little confirmation on Ronald Jones's weight. And we have an amateur chef in the media room. All of this and a little bit more coming up right now. Well, you made me weak, and you made me moan. Well, you caused me to leave, child, my happy home. But someday, baby, you ain't worry my life anymore. Hi, this is Ren Dax here live from Training Camp, the Women of Red Event, and I have tracked down the one, the only, Trevor Sikama from Pewter Report. Trevor. Hello. Before we get into this, why don't you tell everybody, you know, sort of like your story that's been this past year and you've gone to TDN. Are you back now officially? Like, what is going on? Yeah, so uh, the last year, I was kind of doing a little bit of both. I was covering the Buccaneers full-time during last season, but I was mm-hmm. also helping the draft network right gonna get off the ground which if you guys haven't been over there the draftnetwork.com it's a pretty cool place if i do say so myself during draft season i stopped doing stuff for pewter report really focused on the draft network and i thought we did a killer job we released a mock draft machine and build your own big board machine it was a lot of fun cute doing successes all, doing all kinds of video work and scouting reports and draft guides and podcasts everything that you can name covering the nfl draft basically from all angles of college and nfl football and so been doing that for the last Really, six or seven months, having the opportunity now to come back to Peter Report, covering training camp, hopefully continuing to do stuff during the season, as well as doing all kinds of stuff for the Draft Network. I'm going to be double-dipping in both. Uh, so my content's going to be all over the place with both of those things. So I'm uh, excited to be back here, excited to keep on doing things for the Draft Network. It's going to be a great 2019. All right. Can you answer a little faster this time? What? <laughs> Can you answer a little faster this time? Yes, I'll be a little bit more... Uh, <laughs> A little bit more concise. Uh, Jameis's progression through camp so far. Impressions? Uh, first two Progression. Ga- oh, progression. Or regression. Oh, yeah. See, that's where I was a little confused. <laughs> I didn't notice that, that, that P word there. No, it's been fine. His first two days looked a little rattled. Todd Bowles is throwing about everything that he possibly could at him. But that third day of pads... He looked a lot better, and mm-hmm. you know that's what mm-hmm. that's what Byron Leftwich said. He, Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator, said he's working with Todd Bowles to make right. sure that he throws everything. At They're James putting Winston. the screws to these guys. Yeah, I mean they they want to they want to be tested by the time they get to the regular season. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're doing. He's been fine. He hasn't been spectacular, but he's been fine. Right. How do you think the running backs have been doing picking up the blitzes in this exotic Todd Bowles blitzing scheme? Yeah, I'm sure it's been a lot of work for them. It's been a lot of work in the film room. They've been looking at some of the tape from practices. I know Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones are working on it equally as hard because, as Bruce Arians said a couple of days ago, this is now an open competition. I mean, he went into the offseason talking about Peyton Barber, Peyton Barber, Peyton Barber. Yeah, we like Rojo. We hope he comes around. But now Rojo is showing, like, when he gets the ball in his hands, that dude's a Had his best practice ever. 
Yeah, no question about it a couple ago. days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he looked – that's the best I've ever seen him in a Buccaneers uniform. Yeah. Within two runs, he had more total yards than he did in five months during the regular <laughs> season. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, so, that's a true story. So and, no, and the good part, it was full tackling. Yeah. No, it wasn't and, pro and pop. He yeah. was the one who was, like, breaking the tackles. Yes, and yes. So, they, These know, were legit runs. Yes, and so I don't, I don't know if it was just, you know, the 10, 15 pounds that he's gained put on. Maybe it's just that sense of, hey, he's been here a year. He's more confident now. But right. That's definitely uh, that. That running back competition is a lot closer than I think a lot of people might have thought it was me. Now Trevor was nice enough to go ahead and agree to give me sound during the water break and practice to start it up. So this is the last one before I let him go, and he can start sending some tweets and pics back out to you guys. Got to get back to the tweets, you know. Got to get back. Got to get back to the tweets. Uh, I don't have a good question. Let's think. What do you want to talk about? Oh, here we go. Let's do yes. this. Uh, Better be good. Demarcus Lodge is still on the team. The Bucks have well. Listen, the Bucks have made cuts already from guys yeah. that they didn't like. Yeah. What's it say about how what they think about him? Because he hasn't practiced at all. He hasn't put on pads yet. Yeah. No. I mean, I, they obviously you know they picked him up for a reason. They think that he could play. But I also think it it speaks to not a lot of familiarity beyond the top two guys. I mean, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are fully solidified. But yes, right. they like Justin Watson. Yes, yeah. they like Rashard Perryman. Right. Yeah, they like Scotty Miller. Right. But nobody's solidified yet. Nobody's in any spots. Like right. nobody's nobody's name is put in pen on the depth chart so you know i to me it's as long as lodge can come back you know he hopefully next week start to get some reps in yeah then we're talking about a guy who's in the mix with all four of those names to be a possible guy to uh make the roster bobo wilson as well he's still stuck around and so sure i mean lodge was a big time deep threat guy at old miss yeah. he knows how to play that vertical angle and that's certainly what arians is going to be looking to do pushing the ball downfield especially up the sideline and so yeah there's a reason they haven't gotten rid of him and i, and I think as much as it is they like lodge I think that also tells you it's wide open after Godwin and Mike Evans. It really is. It really is. All right, Trevor, thanks a lot. Yeah, of course. Appreciate it. Get the hell out of here. All right. All right, that was Trevor Sycamore of Pewter Report. No stranger to Bucks fans. And like I said, we sat down for a real quick rapid fire there, talk a little bit about the Buccaneers. And we were at the Women's of Red uh, event. It's an event they put on every single year. It's an, it's a fun event. Uh, you know, you get to run some drills. There's field goals, 20-yard dashes. You can touch a parachute to your back and, you know, race your friend. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's there's free food and there's uh, some other boosts and things. Um, <clears throat> you could put on shoulder pads and helmets and stand in front of the green screen. And I'm sure the green screen was probably something at Raymond James Stadium or, or something like that. And, uh, you know, every year they do something a little different. I remember last year they had uh, John Spitek out there, uh, you know, the head of scouting, and you could ask him questions and, and things of that nature. So it's a cool event that the Buccaneers, you know, do every single year. And uh, what was nice about this year was it was a full padded practice. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm, I think that last year was just a walkthrough, which was a little bit of a letdown. Uh, you know, you know, these, these ladies are serious about football and, uh, you know, walking guys, you know, not even going like a quarter speed, you know, that that's top speed during a walkthrough. Uh, I thought they felt, you know, they got a little bit cheated last year, but, uh, good to see it was full pad of practice, lots of energy in that building and, and that was lots of fun. Uh, there's a couple more things to finish up here. Uh, some things I teased at the beginning. Uh, I was listening to the Ira Kaufman podcast, and uh, Lee DeKemper had found out, you know, when Ronald Jones was putting on that weight, you know, the, of course, there was a Twitter debate about it, which is great about Twitter. And, you know, my question was, was it okayed by the team? That was my biggest question. Like, I don't care if he gets bigger or smaller. Like, I don't, you know, I don't care what he does. I just, it has to be okayed by the team. And, uh, Lee Kemper asked him, and Rojo said, yeah, you know, roughly the story goes that 
if you don't lose your speed, do whatever you want. So it uh, it seems it's all worked out. Rojo's had, you know, it's, it's not really saying a lot. Rojo's had his best camp. Uh, but he's looked good. Like, um, of all the running backs, he's, he's looked the best, you know. You know, Barber looks powerful and strong, but as far as, you know, uh, making some cuts and, and, uh, going back against the grain and breaking the long ones, uh, Rojo, Rojo's really been the guy. The last thing I want to cover before I get to the, uh, amateur chef that's in the building is, uh, both kickers have blinked. I mean, these guys were, going at it toe for toe and it seemed like oh the first one to miss one that was going to be a big deal well you know a couple of days ago Cairo Santos came out and he had a pretty good kicking day um you know when it was just kick the ball move five yards back kick the ball move five yards back but when they put him in drills you know the pressure was on more to speak you know so to speak like the offense had to go 80 yards in 20 seconds and they get in field goal range and Santos come out and you miss it and I think he missed like two out of the three. And then so last night, the Woman of Red event, it was Gay's turn to kick. And as you know, they've been swapping days or swapping practices. Uh, who gets to go ahead and uh, do the kicks in those situations and also move the five yards back? And, and uh, Gay probably had his worst performance as far as moving five yards back. He missed the extra point is where you start. And then made him until he get around to the, you know, the, the longer ones, the 52, the 55, the 57. Again, always plenty of leg. Like, that's not the problem. He was just a little off. Um, but he he went ahead when uh, the team started practicing again down on the goal line. He went ahead and came out and practiced a little more. And then uh, it, he was okay uh, during, you know, those situational drills that I was talking about where the Bucks are trying to get in a field goal range before the, before the clock runs out. Now, before I leave you, I want to tease this. Uh, listen to the end after the outro. Um there's a little snippet of, of Trevor and I talking about, uh, I guess, discussing the best way to gauge how far a field goal is. Uh, if you're in the stadium or, you know, the, the announcers don't tell you, um, we, <laughs> we do a little back and forth sort of on the math on it. And uh, I think Trevor's way is better. But, uh, you know, you learn something new every day. But be sure to listen to after the outro music. It's, it's a little amusing. I hope you find it funny. But today in the media room when I'm cutting this, I'm actually cutting – you know, the intro and the outro and all that sort of stuff. And, and this part, uh, at one buck before practice for the uh, first uh, crew event, uh, crew members come for an exclusive practice tonight. And uh, Mark Cook from Peter Report brought in some food. And I actually had him explain it to me because, uh, you know, if you listen to the pod or heard me on other, other pods, you know, I was in the restaurant business for a long time. So, you know, food is, is a passion of mine. And this is what Mark brought in. He brought in some yellow squash with some Vidalia onions. Uh, those were, you know, uh, cut into the classic moon. Um, I would list that th- uh, number three. And look, he brought three He brought three dishes. So I would list that number three. Uh, number two for me was also, this was very good, uh, field peas. If you're not really sure with that, they're sort of in the black-eyed pea family uh, with fresh snaps, uh, green beans, uh, uh, with little bacon. But then he... Uh, added some smoked ham hock like whole ham hocks were in there and broken up and and uh that was really good those were some really nice field peas that he put in there and then he also brought in uh some chicken and dumplings homemade chicken and dumplings whatever he uh boiled the chicken and hand pulled it 
you know, save the broth, put it back in there. He'd, uh, you know, did some of the, uh, some noodles, uh, some of the, uh, I'm not exactly sure of the name. That's why I just bragged about, you know, prunes being my passion. Uh, almost a popper dell, but short, like, like super double wide egg noodles, put it that way. Uh, and some dumplings, and all of it was very good. And now I have found out, obviously, that we can do this. So, I think on my last day that I get meteor credential to go in there, which will be the second day of Dolphins, uh, you know, inner squad uh, practices, I'm going to bring in something for everybody. And I'm going to think about it and, uh, because this is something I actually used to do for uh, the restaurants I used to work in. You know, about once a month, you know, I just bring something in that sort of like a, I'd make the family meal and bring it in and everybody, you know, much on it and tell me how good it was and, you know, it was it was fun, and it was you know we talk back and forth about how you made it, or you try this and try that. It's just it's basically you know just getting around passionate people like we are passionate about the Buccaneers, sort of like the same conversations, but we're talking about food instead of we're talking about you know our favorite football team. So anyway, that'll do it for me for episode four. Uh, here comes some music. Uh, sorry, Chris, it is not Red Hot Chili Peppers. All I'm saying is seven part harmony is absolutely no joke. But remember. Wait for the outro. Or wait till after the outro. I, I love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon her head I hear the sound of a gentle On the wind that lifts her perfume through the air up good vibrations She's giving me the excitations I'm backing up good vibrations She's giving me the excitations Good vibrations Hey, which would be a 48-47 yard field goal right here Pinion looks down the pipe I think he, I, I think he might have missed from like 42 just a second ago Don't really have a good angle here, but the kick is up. It is. Nailed that one. Right down the middle. Moving back a little further. Sue does not look enthused at all. Put your helmet back on. There you go. We're going from now. We're going from about the 40. 35. 43. This is from a 43. So this would be a 52, 53 yard field goal. It's from the 35. When did you, it's from the 35. No, where he's kicking it from. Oh, no, 35, and then you add 10 yards, which is 45, then add 7. That's how I do it. Okay, that's literally that's the number that I just told you. What was it? 52, 53. Did he make Somewhere it? between there. Yeah, did he I make think he it? Did. I think he did. <laughs> you just, you're just doing more math than yours. I'm doing better math. Better math. Just go from where the spotter <laughs> is and add 10. Okay, that works, too. So he's from the balls on the 35. <laughs> so the, the spotter spotter's is at the 44. 43. No, 43. he's at the 43. They just 43. switched sides. Yeah. All right, here we go. From 43 yards. Oh, wait, no. Do you add 10 or take 10 off? Oh, my Lord. No, you divide by 10. <laughs> okay, so. you got to carry the two. 4.3 yards away. You know the Pythagorean theorem, right? <laughs> Not anymore. That's where it comes into play. Duh. On the top half of the net. See, I think he misses the, the shorter ones because he tries to take some off of it. Just blast the crap out of it. 
if you're, it's an extra point. Just, just try to hit it out of the stadium. Just Pat Mahomes it. Pat Mahomes <laughs> it. Yes. Pat Mahomes it. All right, we look like ooh, what are we at here? I guess we have to go back to my way of doing it. The ball. No, it's fifty-five. It's fifty-five, fifty-six. The ball's on the thirty-nine plus ten's forty-nine plus seven is fifty-six. Just the number I said. Okay. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, he chip shot that. He, Lord. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. He didn't want to drive it. I swear to God, I saw him the other day when they were doing goal line drills down there and everybody was down there. You yeah. Know? He was out here just sort of warming up for this type of thing. Uh-huh. And there was no line, so he drove it sort of like like a low. Like I don't, I don't think it would, it would have been blocked for sure. But I swear to you, it was still going up when it hit the net. Oh, boy. 56, which hash marks? No good. It was a bad day. Super duper plenty. Yeah, they both had bad days. Kyra had a bad Well, Kyra had an okay this, but when they brought him out during drills, it wasn't that good. So let's get into this. We're already recording. All, All right. right. 